There are plenty of questions about retirement planning, like how much income do I need or will it really cost $300,000 in healthcare when I retire? Well, we'll answer some of the most common questions pre-retirees ask advisors on today's show. And now, the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. Welcome into the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. I'm consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and I am joined, as I am each and every week, by Jay Hagee and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. You can reach them at 800-971-4549, 800-971-4549, or online at allonplanning, A-L-L-O-N, planning.com. Jay, Brittany, how are you doing today? We are good, Chrissy, doing well. We uh, have been traveling a bit, and so we're catching up on the time zone difference. But aside from that, I think we're, we're good. good. <laughs> well, we have a lot of ground to cover. It seems like there is just no break when it comes to planning for retirement. That's right. Right? That's right. And uh, today we've kind of put together uh, a few questions that we get asked a lot um, from time to time, at least from folks who come in that are looking to retire or may just have retired. And they're asking some of these really important questions. And we thought, hey, let's uh, let's answer a few of them on today's show. Perfect. So frequently asked questions with That's answers. Right. Well, the and one the, we're yeah, dealing with right now, there's a big one. one. <laughs> Is it have to <laughs> do with inflation? It's that I word. That's right. It's the yeah, inflation. That's it. And so we're, we're dealing with inflation more than ever uh, right now because that's the hot topic on every news channel and every outlet. I mean, you know, it's been that way for the last six months, probably. But uh, we're going to continue talking about it because it is important. Inflation's a big deal. It affects every person, but it actually affects people differently, mm -hmm. right? It affects each person differently, mm -hmm. depending on your spending uh, and your budgeting and your needs. So should you be concerned about inflation? Yes, uh, but you should have a retirement plan or a, a comprehensive financial plan put together that includes you know, sort of inflation protection because you're building in uh, ways to increase your income or building in ways to protect your spending habits, I guess I should say, through, uh, through the, even though the inflation is really high right now. Mm -hmm. So it's something that, that you need to always be cognizant of, but you don't need to be concerned about it if you're planning appropriately. That's right. right. Yeah. Concerned and worried are, are kind of two different things. You don't need to be worried about it, but you need to be aware of it and be planning towards it. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the core of that. And, and as I said before, you know, depending on how much you're spending and what your budget looks like in retirement inflation, you should understand it a little bit more if you actually are spending more money in retirement, right? Like if you like to travel, if you like to, you know, look at airfare and uh, gasoline yeah. and things like this, if you're planning on having a good time in, in your retirement, you may want to take inflation uh, into even greater consideration as we're making a financial plan mm -hmm. for you, because you're going to be affected more than the person who says, you know, I just want to sit at home and, and eat my three square meals a day and, and hang out uh, maybe at the lake or something, right? Like if you've got folks that, that want to travel a lot and want to see the world and, and want to go see grandchildren and things like this, well, you you may want to look at inflation a little bit closer than, than even the person who don't have those plans. Well, that makes a lot of sense. A lot of people want to enjoy their retirement and 
Mm -hmm. that seems pretty reasonable to want to to budget in some of those things if you can ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely, we should. So another question that we get a lot is, how much income am I going to need in retirement? There was an old rule that many had believed or kind of followed for a long period of time about planning for retirement income to be around 80% of your current uh, income during your working Mm -hmm. years. Now, we certainly don't recommend that any longer. That is something that we really direct people to really aim above that, aim for fully replacing your income. So whatever you're making, whatever you're bringing home right now during your working years, plan on maintaining that income for your retirement years. Mm -hmm. So it's always better to kind of overcompensate and to to plan above than to get to that point of retirement and think, man, I plan for this 80% or 75% of my what income I had before because my house is paid off, my cars are paid off. You know, I don't have those those standard bills that I used to have. I'm you know debt free if that's the case. Uh, but you've also got to consider some of what we've talked about. If you want to travel and you know discretionary income mm-hmm. that you might mm-hmm. you might want in that season in that stage of life. So we really recommend you increasing Replacing that all of your income. Uh huh. Yep. Full yeah full replacement. So and the reason that is is like another question we get. And I'll just jump into it because it's the exact kind of same theme here is, well, if I have enough just to get by, isn't that enough? If I, if you know, if I just have enough, like, and we try to tell people we should be planning to thrive through retirement, Mm -hmm. not just survive through retirement. Right. Uh, Because if you're, if you're retired, you should be, these are your golden years. These are the years that you've uh, planned for, do what you want to do for and like, (laughs) and they struggled maybe to get to, we want to make sure that you've got a plan in place that says, I don't have to just survive through retirement, right? You should be thriving. You should be enjoying it. And that's going to look different for everybody, right? It's not Mm -hmm. all, it doesn't mean everybody wants to travel and take these trips. Whatever your lifestyle Yeah, but whatever you do, plan accordingly with regard to your finances and ensure that you do have enough where you don't have to worry and be stressed or concerned. Do, Do I have enough to afford the the lifestyle that I have worked towards. So that is why we take time uh, on radio shows like this. And we want to offer that complimentary consultation. We want to give you all mm-hmm. a chance to sit down, have a conversation Put with a us where together. we can talk about your overall comprehensive plan. Mm-hmm. Have you planned accordingly for retirement? To thrive so, through retirement. Yep. Not yeah. just survive, but to thrive. So we'd love for you to call in today. I'm just going to give out the number. So you've got it here. one 800 971 14549. Again, our number 1-800-971-4549. Feel free to give us a call today to establish uh, an appointment, connect with us and set up a complimentary consultation just to review your portfolio. We'd love to sit down and talk with you about that. So we're going to continue on and jump in uh, to the next year. We talk a lot uh, in retirement about discretionary spending. Some people ask, what do you mean by that? What's what's discretionary spending? Well, in simple terms, it's just the play money, the fun money, the extra money, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever you want to spend that money on in retirement. Uh, it could be travel, like we talked about, it could be hobbies, could be dining out. Maybe you don't want to cook anymore. You've cooked for 50 years and now you want to eat out, <laughs> whatever right. it is, um, helping your children, you know, to help giving to grandkids, whatever it is you want to do, that would be discretionary uh, dollars. That's right. So planning, of course, 
accordingly within your retirement budget for whatever expense will come along because of those fun things or enjoyable things or life-giving things that you want to do. So it's better Mm -hmm. to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Yes. Yeah, definitely. We definitely, we want you to be ahead. A lot of times when people are in their working years, they're on this rat wheel and it feels like you're just never ending. You're just trying to get by, just trying to make ends meet. We want you to get beyond that. We mm-hmm. want to help you not just in your retirement years, but also in your working years, setting up a comprehensive financial plan to where you're not living on this incessant workhorse, fe- feeling like you've got to constantly do, do, produce, produce, earn, earn, grow, grow, do, do, go, go. But building and, and setting, working appropriately, but setting some a plan in place to work for you as well. Not just working uh-huh. to earn money, but making your money work for you as well. There's right. There's power in that that concept as well. Yeah. Another question that we get often is longevity risk, a really big deal. Uh, the reason that I think it's important to cover this is people are living longer than ever before. Mm-hmm. And it's great. Especially you know? women, especially yeah, us. Especially yeah. women. That's right. You're going to outlive me. I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we might as well plan for it. Um, Sorry, Jay. But, I know, right? Like, but I, but it's this statistically proven. That's that's true. And here's some more statistics for you: the longer you live, the longer you can expect to live. So, if you're a 65 year old man today, your life expectancy is typically around 84. Because the longer you live, the longer you can expect to live. If you're 75 then you can expect to live closer to 87. That's what statistics say. So what does that mean? Longevity means more inflation, more time for unexpected things to happen, more expenses that you need. So we need to plan for longevity. If you come to us and you're already in your 60s, that's fine. We're going to have a a longevity conversation. Mm -hmm. and We're going to plan for inflation over the next 25 years, even though you may say, well, everybody in my family you know, men died by the time we were 72, right? Well, if that happens, I would rather over plan than under plan. (laughs) I don't want you to live to 87 because of medical advances. And we only plan to 72. You know, that's not Mm -hmm. that's not going to help you out. So so yeah, I would say longevity risk is a big deal because we are living longer than ever before today. One question we receive a lot is with regard to Social Security, when is the right time to begin receiving those benefits? When's the right time to file and and Mm -hmm. claim Social Security? dollars. So it, it really is specific to all of your assets. So again, don't just so look individual. At, yeah, don't just look mm-hmm. at the one bucket of social security dollars and that benefit come up and above that take the 10,000 foot view from from the skyline. Let's look down and let's look at the big picture. So with social security being just a part of that, you've got to take into consideration some of the other assets that you hold, and how you will be taking income from those assets in retirement as well. So the right time to take social security is when you need it the most really so if you need it immediately because you don't have other income streams set up you may have to look at taking it sooner than other individuals do if you have other assets that are covering a big Mm -hmm. portion of your expenses you can delay it you can delay and and let that benefit build over time so again this is another one of those conversations that's so important to have with an advisor someone if it's not us it needs to be some fiduciary advisor that can talk with you through some options here so that when you are planning when you are building this the strategy with regard to income and uh, you know mm-hmm. taxes all of these different components that we talk about on these shows all the time uh, it's important to have a plan in place to ensure all these bases are
you're covered because you want to make the most of what you've worked for. You've worked for those social security right. dollars. You've worked how for that retirement them? savings. Yeah. Now, how do you convert that into something that can last mm-hmm. longer, that can actually work for you during these retirement years and not that's just right. stop, right? So that's what we want to offer today. We've got some spots open this week for mm-hmm. some callers to uh, reach out and jump in on our schedule here where we could sit down and put this kind of plan together for And we're going to answer the questions that we've answered today and many, many more. Because when we sit down, we want to do a comprehensive financial review. We don't want to just look at one area. We don't yeah. want to just look at your investments and how they're allocated, which is very important. We also want to look at, do you have an efficient tax plan in place? Do you have an income plan? Do you know how much income you're going to need in retirement? And if it's going to last you through retirement, that's a huge question, right? We're going to look at estate planning for you. So there's a lot of things that we're going to look at and answer a lot of questions. If you call in today, that's 800-971-4549. That's 1-800-971-4549. Jay, Brittany, I know we've got a lot more to cover, but what's coming up on the other side of the break? Yeah, coming up, sometimes we just have to face things head on. There's no avoiding it. There's no going around it. We just have to face it head on. Well, long-term care is one of those things. So when we come back, we're going to go over some alternatives to long-term care. Welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. I'm consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and I am joined in studio by Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee. They are the owners of Allon Planning Partner, and they also lead the financial advisory team. You can call 800-971-4549. That's 800-971-4549. Or go online to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N, planning.com. If you'd like to sit down and talk with Jay and Brittany, and here's an area that a lot of people would probably like to learn more about. Mm-hmm. That's about long-term care and That's how right. that factors into retirement planning. Long-term care is one of those topics that nobody really wants to talk about because who wants to think about that? Who wants right. to think about you know what that might would look like it's in reality? It's not the fun part of retirement. Right. It's yeah. definitely not, but it is necessary because, man, we have seen too many times retirement savings just get eaten alive by Unraveled. unexpected yeah. healthcare expenses like long-term care or you know, an unexpected stay in some, you know, extended rehab facility or something because of an injury or illness. So it's, it's definitely something that's important to talk about. And typically women, listen up here, this is important for us. Women need long-term care longer than Uh men do. So Mm -hmm. for women, it's like around three, three and a half years on average, maybe a little more. And then for men, it's just a little over two years. So Mm -hmm. it, I mean, that's something else for us women to, to, plan even more so Add to the for. list yeah yeah mm-hmm. it is and while about one third of people who are 65 may never need long-term care 20 percent will need long-term care more than five years mm-hmm. i mean think about wow. that 20 percent will need long-term care more than five years think about the total amount that that would cost in a in a long-term care facility or an assisted living facility five years worth of that adds up full-time 
around the clock care, that's a chunk of change. I mean, that's, that's nothing to sneeze at. So it's, it's an important thing to talk about now, especially when we're looking again, you, you hear say this all the time, comprehensive financial planning. We're looking at the big picture here. We're looking at all these different components that come together to make up a comprehensive and complete financial plan. And you won't often hear advisors considering this, the health, the healthcare piece, because you, you may think, of an emergency fund, you know, and you just pull pull healthcare costs unexpected out of an emergency fund or something. But man, the healthcare costs can obliterate an emergency fund in about five seconds. That's right. <laughs> I mean, you, you need more than an emergency fund for potential healthcare costs. What you need mm-hmm. is a true plan, a, 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 a well-established, very well-strategized plan that covers when and if this might occur. Well, healthcare planning is, is a little bit like the ugly duckling of retirement planning and and financial planning. When folks come in, what are the things they want to talk about? They want to talk about, here's the retirement of my dreams. I want to travel. I want to uh, go see my children. I want to see my grandchildren. I want to go fishing. I want to go hunting. I want to do these things that, you know, go see my favorite sports teams or go see my favorite bands and and live performances. These are all fun things, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody ever comes in here and says, you know what? I really want to do healthcare planning. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, it's not it on doesn't the, ever the happen. Bucket list of, uh, we've met of things people want to do. They don't. They right. want to see every stadium in in the major league That's for right. major league baseball, but they don't really want to talk about this topic. Probably. That could that could keep them from seeing every stadium yeah. in major league baseball. Yeah. That's the issue. Is because most folks don't want to talk about it because they don't want to think about that side of what could be, uh, but it could devastate everything that they. I've been planning for and wanting to do. And so we what we do is we, we shine the light. Let on me it. interrupt super mm-hmm. quick. We don't say that to like breed fear. That is not no. to, to create this. Oh, you got to be so worried and constantly think. No, you don't. <laughs> you, it, you just it just it's takes just awareness. some intentionality around. Yeah, acknowledging. Hey, this could happen. It's just awareness. And if yeah. this does happen, how are we prepared for that? And you don't have to worry. You don't have to live in this cyclical fear circle of you know concern and stress and it, anxiety. Absolutely not. That's what that's what we want to avoid. <laughs> so that's why a good planner will bring these things to light. That's why when we sit down with folks, we say, hey, have you considered healthcare cost? Have you considered if you have an emergency, how it's going to affect the rest of your life, right? Uh, it, will it take away from those retirement dollars? Are you covered in that way? And so there are quite a few ways that you can be covered for healthcare. And I usually try to uh, assess that and walk each client through based on where they're at, how they can cover their healthcare cost. But we just wanted to walk through a few of those today to kind of give you a, a taste of some things that you can do to prepare. Now, sure. what, this are, what are some of the, the what's like a, an option that sure. most people would or is there is it different for every person? Well, the option that most people think about right away is typical, you know, traditional long-term care insurance. So it's kind of like your car insurance. Uh, you you want to pay it because you don't want to, you know, get in an accident and have to owe a lot of money. But if you don't ever use it, if you don't ever have an accident, what happens to all the premiums you paid on your car insurance? They go to the insurance company, Use right? <laughs> so someone else is using it. So those long-term, most people think, well, traditional long-term healthcare, 
you know, you have to qualify and it's so expensive and it may not cover the things I wanted to cover. And that's all true. But that may be an option for some people, depending on what their asset situation looks like. So uh, what we typically do is tell folks, OK, here's option A. You can look into traditional long term care insurance. It's going to pay for a facility or something like that if you need it, typically. And it's going to be a little restrictive and it's going to be expensive. Right. And if you use it great and you've paid for it but if you do not use it you're going to lose all these premiums that you've paid for who knows how many years right maybe the next 20 years um that's option a and and some folks think that's okay and that's all they need Mm -hmm. that's fine um but typically i'll look into some alternatives right because alternatives how can i keep more money in your pocket that's my goal Mm -hmm. um so the second way is what i tell folks okay what if i could tell you you could have a savings bucket for long-term health care that you would not lose it would go to your family if you did not use it if you if you passed away before you used these funds you were saving all of these funds and more would go to your family tax-free now that sounds like a little bit better option for most people because it's not a use it or lose it type option that's right yeah so what it is it's really a life insurance policy that has a long-term care rider on it so if i'm paying a premium uh, to be covered for long-term care, these aren't as a restrictive policies, number one. Typically, is if you cannot do two of the six active daily living assignments, whether that's transporting or feeding yourself or clothing yourself, yourself, dressing, bathing, yourself. bathing right. these kind of things. So you'll get to utilize those funds uh uh, they'll come to you pre-advanced in advance of death. You do not have to die to get the life insurance funds. You can utilize them for home health care. You can utilize them for nursing home facilities. You can utilize them to have uh, the care that you need as you go. And what it doesn't do is devastate your retirement yeah, accounts. Right. So it keeps your retirement account safe. If you need to utilize a, a you know a few thousand dollars or whatever it may be for those years that you've been paying those premiums in for healthcare emergencies of such, you've got those buckets of money uh, at your disposal without devastating the rest of your retirement or your spouse's retirement, right? So, so it's a way and an alternative. That's one alternative to get a a life insurance policy that has a long-term care rider associated with it. So it's not a use it or lose it. Cause even if I don't use it and I pass away, my spouse or my children get a tax free benefit in a life insurance policy. So here's a question that some listeners may be thinking because we, this is the kind of question we get in the office all the time, but I've got Medicare. Medicare will take care of that for me. Nope. It will not. Not true. Well, what do you mean? Why not? Not true. What Medicare what? only covers the first hundred days of a facility to begin with. And even to get that hundred days, you have to qualify for it, which and, is really and, and hard how do you qualify? Do, actually wow. you qualify by having little to no assets, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, for a couple, for a married couple, uh, I'm able, if, if I needed to have a long-term care assistance, Brittany is able to have one car, one, one house, house and $137,000. Mm-hmm. If that we have a nest amazing. egg, that's yeah, crazy. I had no before idea. Before they'll pay anything. So that would mean I would have to spend our assets down. If we had a $500,000 retirement account, she would have to spend it down to $137,000 mm-hmm. plus sell an extra car if we and had it And you can't give the funds away. There's what, what's called a five-year look back. That's so it's right. not like you can you give your kids poof, the money or open a new account over here and dump it in there. No, there's a five-year look back. So five years from when you need those funds and previous, if you have ever withdrawn and put them into another account, they're going to know about that. 
and you you cannot will not receive those Medicare benefits if that has occurred. So that's scenario number one. If we're yeah. both alive, yeah. If I'm predeceased, if I pass away, and Brittany now is alone, and she needs a long term care assistance. She's only allowed to have $2,000 to her name. She's not allowed to have a car. She's not allowed to have a house. She's not allowed to have any other money except $2,000 to her name before Medicare will pick up the tab. Think about that. That think, is think about what wild. that would look like for a single or widowed individual. I yeah, mean, all your in- children's inheritance gone. I can't even um, imagine figuring that out during such a stressful time. Right. Like right. this would it probably is. just all come down on you at once. Right. So this is why we this is why we hash it out. And we say you have to have a health care plan like it's one of the top priorities, not just investment management, not just income planning and estate planning and, and tax planning, but health care planning. We have to plan for long term care because it can devastate all of our other plans quicker than any other bucket that we have. Yeah. So we want to make sure that you have that today. And there's plenty of other options. I just mentioned two of them on this show today. A third, maybe you have the assets where you can set aside in another bucket mm-hmm. and fund it yourself. And you don't need Ca- any yeah, other like policy. A it's, a, it's a cash account. Mm-hmm. You are self-insured, right, mm-hmm. at certain points. And you may have that, but maybe you don't, right? So there are two or three other options that I will go into detail and show people, here's what's right for you in your situation. And maybe you find yourself in a situation where you have a retirement plan, you may have even have a financial plan, but you don't have a health care plan. You don't know what you would do if you had a health care emergency and you're not covered in that way. Well, that's why we're here. That's why we, we're here to, to chat with you. If you want to call in today and, and talk with us, we would love to set an appointment with you. We only have a few more spots that are available today, but our number is one 800 it's 1-800-971-4549 and we would love to give you a complimentary consultation so that you can not only have your retirement planning and your financial planning secure but that you know that it's not going to be robbed by a healthcare experience and so let's make sure that we have healthcare planning done today 800-971-4549-800-971-4549 And you can go online to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N, AllonPlanning.com. So we need to take a short break, but Jay, Brittany, what's coming up after the break? Coming up, good or bad, we are creatures of habit. We all have habits. So when we come back, we're going to tackle some of those bad habits that we need to ensure are broken before we enter that financial red. Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. I'm consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and I'm joined by Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee, who are the owners of Allon Planning Partners. They also lead the financial advisory team at Allon. You can call 800 971 4549 or go online, A L L O N Planning, AllonPlanning.com. So, bad habits, hmm. breaking bad habits. We all habits. have them. <laughs> we have them. Do you breaking bite your bad. nails, Chrissy? I Do did you? until COVID started. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, that let's was a get really, away from that. That was an easy way for me to break that one. But, yep, COVID. <laughs> I mean, the financial ones are a little bit harder, right? 
Yeah, we well, can we, be. we've yep. all got them. We've all got them in one way or another. Kind of our go-tos are things that we have done that probably need to be adjusted a bit, no matter what stage of life we find ourselves mm-hmm. in. So some of these, um, some of these can be applied to any stage of life. Really, a lot of them can be uh, a lot of these, these bad habits. Some of them are, are specifically really geared toward retirement age. So we're going to kind of jump back and forth, but, um, let's just let's just dive in bunch because we see there's a lot of these we we all have them to some extent and we see these all the time so we've come up with too extensive of a list basically I know. for one show <laughs> so we may have to continue but spending now rather than saving for later it's so easy to say you know when i get that that next paycheck rise when i get that next increase in mm-hmm. my pay when when i get that bonus check or uh, maybe when i get that promotion whatever i'll start saving when when i make more money i'll start saving more money well that prob- day may never come probably yep. may not happen that way because if you're you not making it a priority now why would you make it a priority then? Mm-hmm. So it's really important to take a look at that. Find room in your current budget. I don't care what you make. There's something you can be giving. There's something you can be saving. There is for all of us. Generosity, it's the same. It's the same for generosity. You don't have to have a ton of income to be able to be generous right. with your time, with your resources, with your dollars, with your energy, with all, all that you have, everything that we have. So spending now rather than saving for later, take time mm-hmm. to set aside dollars for your future. Okay, let's hit another one then underestimating how much you'll need to retire. Now we've talked about this in previous segments before, but then some of it's not even your fault because these planning softwares out there and certain other folks that you've probably talked to for financial advice have probably told you, Hey, you only need 70 to 80% of what you're making today when you retire. Well, you may spend less, but it, you go ahead and talk to some folks that have been retired for a year or two and see if they spend less <laughs> than right. when they were I mean, who uh, wants working. to, most people don't want to diminish or decrease their lifestyle in retirement. You just want to maintain the same lifestyle, typically. That's right. Least, you right? want to make sure that you're maintaining your lifestyle and that you have discretionary spending, which is spending on things that are fun that you want to do. And you don't want to be, well, now that I'm not working, I've got a lot of extra time on my hands. You're going to need some discretionary funds to do some of those things. So don't underestimate and don't undervalue what you'll spend. We usually tell folks we want to plan for 100% income replacement of what you're making today. So don't underestimate that. Secondly, um, I want to talk about just for a second, uh, misunderstanding what diversification means. And I see this all the time. I might be one of these people that, mm-hmm. misun- that doesn't exactly know what it's diversification easy. means. It's easy to mix mix this up because, you know, most people think that they can have multiple funds, right, um, and be diversified. Well, they may say, hey, there, I've got 10 mutual funds or 10 exchange-traded funds, which have hundreds of stocks and hundreds of bonds. And, yeah, you may have a lot of stocks and bonds in your portfolio. That does not mean you're diversified. Right. Because these same 10 mutual funds or ETFs or exchange-traded funds, so to speak, they – could be all in the same bucket. It could be all, all growth stocks. Class, it could be right. all. So oh. what, you know, the asset classes are what matters. So there's five asset classes. You have cash, bonds, stocks, commodities, which is like gold, like gold oil? and silver and oil. That's mm-hmm. correct. Okay. And, and then you real have real estate. estate. So if you have these five asset classes, you really want to diversify yourself by making sure that you have stable footing, depending on what the economic culture is in all five of those asset classes. Not just that you have 10 different funds, but that you have 
five asset class exposure in diversification. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so I was one. one of those people. I, thank okay. you for clearing that <laughs> up. Okay. We, we just want to make sure that we're looking into each one of those funds and make sure that they're spread around the right asset classes and not just all in the same asset class. Well, and it's easy to make this mistake too. Say, for example, with your 401k, you assume you're diversified because you have split up your contributions into maybe five, six, seven different types of holdings right. within that 401k. Uh-huh. Again, that doesn't mean you're diversified. That just means that you are invested in a, a number of different types of uh, holdings and accounts within That's that right. 401k. So something to check into and look at. Mm-hmm. Um, here is a big one, Chrissy. This is a really, really, really big one. Especially these days. Because of where we are in the market cycle mm-hmm. right now. So many people overreact to market volatility. Uh-huh. Oh, the market goes yes. down. Then, yep, they see their account moving the negative and they want to jump super quick. They want to jump ship and say, hey, I've lost too much. I got to get out. What's the problem with that, though? What, what's the problem with with jumping out and getting emotional when you see your 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 funds decline like that? Well, you're going to like you're going to lose money. You're going to lose. You're yeah. gonna you lose only lose so when you sell. Much. That's right. <laughs> you only lose when you sell. You don't. You're not giving yourself a chance to to rebound you're, to fight back. Yes, you're gonna lose so much. And if you're if you feel this way in retirement, you you may be invested improperly. You're probably you are may be taking too much risk. If mm-hmm. you actually feel like, man, I got to get all my money out because of how my accounts declined. If your account has declined that much you're to where you're feeling that way, invested. you are not in the appropriate risk mm-hmm. tolerance for the stage of life or emotional state that you're in that that's something to consider as well so you so go to alonplanning.com and come see us <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I, I mean seriously because if you have that angst and you have that anxiety i can guarantee you that you are not in the right risk tolerance because you should never feel like i'm gonna throw up yeah. <laughs> um, when you're in retirement our job if you have a good financial planner is to smooth the seas out no matter how choppy they are for your accounts we want to make sure that your risk tolerance is appropriate so that even when you see some down, it's not, oh my gosh, my life is over down, yeah. right? Yeah, nobody um, wants to so, feel that way at all. That's right. But here's the thing though. Many people do. Many people I do. Bet. Many people do, but you here's you don't have to stay there. You may feel that way, but you don't have to stay there. When you make the appropriate adjustments, That's right. you course correct, you put some some safety margins in place to uh, give you some comfort, some cushion to know, man, I've, I've done my homework and I planned. So you don't have to overreact to that market volatility. And along the same lines, along the same vein is when we're in a down economy like this, people don't like to save as much. People only want to save when the market's doing well. That's a big mistake uh, because usually when the market's doing well and everything's priced high, you're paying top dollar for it, right? You're paying the exact top dollar price. But when the market's actually declined and went down, it's actually a better time to save than when the market's going up because you're getting it at a discount. You're getting the market at a discount. So so what I would say is a big mistake not to save and throw in your retirement accounts at 401k, even when the market is doing bad mm-hmm. as it is now. Here's another one. Here's a mistake commonly made. Only making pre-tax retirement contributions. 
people may say, oh, I'm putting money into my 401k or my IRA or my SEP IRA, something mm-hmm. like that. That's great. That's you should be. You should be maxing out what you could put in those right. types of accounts. But you have to remember when it comes time to take distributions from those accounts, you will have to pay taxes. The government has allowed you to defer your taxes every year because you get a tax break for contributing to these accounts. So you have deferred your taxes and then you get to the time where you're withdrawing these funds, you're going to have to pay taxes. That's right. So another option though, what you can do is contribute to accounts such as a Roth, a Roth IRA, which means you don't get the tax break now, but the money you put in grows. And when you begin taking distributions from that account later at retirement, they are taken out tax free. That's right. So think about that at retirement. You don't want to have all of your retirement dollars or all of your income coming from a single bucket that is all taxable because that will really impact your tax scenario at that time. Do your best to create tax-free income through Roths. That's a that's a great uh, that's great advice. Here's another one. Not factoring in emergencies. We just talked about this. Yeah, but so many people, I mean Jay, we see it all the time. People yeah. don't have a basic emergency fund. We want to encourage you. I don't care what stage of life you're in. I don't mm-hmm. care what your financial situation looks like. You should have an emergency fund. That's right. If your car breaks down, you got to buy new tires or or replace some parts in your engine. If if you have a flood in your house and you got to replace some flooring or a carpet. If you have a car accident, you got to pay for some injuries and doctor bills unexpected. Mm-hmm. You should have a place, a reserve, a dollars right. reserve to be able to cover those expenses. How many times have we preached uh, emergency fund to you? Chrissy? I know. Uh, oh, I started over. to the point where I started my emergency fund. <laughs> I really good. did. Yeah. Do not get caught flat footed. Don't get caught stuck out here. That's it. And really, I mean, these are just a couple. We could continue on and on, but we've got plenty. We've we've got a lot more bad habits that can be broken. And if you you if you yeah, if you have heard these and you think, man, maybe I kind of do that. I kind of have delayed saving or preparing because I think I'll wait till I'll I'll earn enough money or till I get that promotion. If any of these are something that you've been thinking or Or wrestling with. Maybe I'm not diversified enough. Yeah, right. (laughs) Give us a call. We can help you break these patterns. We can help you create some new healthier patterns that will ensure you are able to get to where you want to be. So come visit our website, allonplanning.com, A-L-L-O-N planning.com. You can schedule your appointment, your complimentary consultation right from our website. You can go straight to our calendar, find a time and date that works for you and begin the conversation. Just begin the conversation around your specific situation, what your assets are, what your fears are, what your concerns are, so that we can help formulate a plan to help you get to where you want to be. You can give us a call 1-800-971-4549. Again, 1-800-971-4549. You can start at any stage, at any Mm -hmm. phase of financial planning, and the team at Allon will be able to help you through that process. 800-971-4549. 800-971-4549. 4549 and you can go online to Allon Planning A L L O N allonplanning.com click continue the conversation and schedule a complimentary consultation with Brittany and Jay Hagee of Allon Planning Partners take advantage of this opportunity again it's 800-971-4549 Well, this show is flying by, but I know that your favorite time of the week is coming up next, guys, right? That's right. That's right. Next, we have questions and answers from our listeners. We love 
Welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I'm consumer advocate Christy Paradis, and I am joined by Jay Hagee and Brittany Hagee, who are ready to answer all of your questions. You can go online to Allon, A-L-L-O-N, planning.com or 800-971-4549 if you have any questions for Jay and Brittany. And speaking of questions, we've got plenty of listener questions have them today. to get to right now. We're going to start with Maddie in Chattanooga. Maddie's question, my company offers a 401k and Roth 401k. Currently, I contribute 6% to my 401k and 8% to my Roth 401k. Is this a good long-term strategy? I want to contribute all to my Roth 401k starting in 2023. Is that a better strategy? Mm -hmm. Also, can I take out my principal if needed from my Roth 401k since it's after tax dollars? So three questions. Yeah. A lot of questions there. Maddie, first of all. Kudos to you for contributing to your Roth 401k. Mm-hmm. We do not see very many people doing that on their own right now. And so that's a great, great step. That's right. Also good that you have kind of, um, you've divvied up what you're contributing to a pre-tax and post-tax accounts, the, right. the 401k and the Roth 401k. That's excellent. And so, yeah, it's definitely good to continue building that tax-free bucket for right. retirement, that Roth 401k. You certainly could transition and put all of your funds into that as you go as well. That We would definitely say that that could be a good strategy sure. in order to give you a 100% gung-ho. Yes, that's awesome. <laughs> We'd want to see your broader picture to be able to answer that. But generally speaking, that's definitely- Tax-free yeah, retirement is- that's a, good, that's a good thing. Yeah. And also, you just need to make sure you realize that last question you asked about, can you take it out if needed, uh, since it's a Roth and after tax dollars, you can. But if you are under 59 and a half, remember, there's still a 10% penalty, even in a Roth IRA, if you're under 59 and a half, if you go to get those funds before then. So just be aware of that. And uh, yeah, I hope that helps. Want to add one little bit here. When you're talking about uh, Roth 401ks, a lot of people who do have access to a Roth 401k are unaware that there is no income test or no income threshold with a with a Roth 401k, and that's a big deal because you may make uh, above the income limit to contribute to a regular Roth account, but within a Roth. 401k, there is no income limit. You don't have to make under a certain amount to be able to contribute to that. So that's a way for higher wage earners to to uh, grow a after tax dollars to, to grow tax free dollars for retirement. So think about that strategy mm-hmm. as well. And if you have a question similar to Maddie's, you can call 800-971-4549. Or you can go online to allonplanning.com and Go to the contact page, click here to start the conversation and schedule an appointment right from there. Uh, We're going to go to Sean, who's a podcast listener from Charlotte, North Carolina, next. Nice. And Sean's question is, my advisor with a well-known company has my retirement portfolio in 20 or more funds, 30% in ETFs and four cash funds. It's very confusing. They claim to be a fiduciary. The money is safe, but returns given this year, 4.9%, have not been good enough in my opinion. I'm 65 years old. My spouse is 64. Is my portfolio spread across too many funds given my age? Okay. Well, Sean, thanks for that uh, question. And 
honestly, if I'm listening to your question appropriately and I'm looking through what you're asking here, it really looks like the biggest deal to me is you are with someone who is a return-based planner. So they are trying to base your plan, your financial future on a return. You know, I, I, I may have felt fallen in this trap, you know, when I first started and wanted to, you know, make sure every return was uh, exactly where it needed to be for every year and every, every second. But the, the basis of what we do is so much different. We do goal-based planning. So goal-based based planning looks like what are the financial goals that you have? How much money will you need during retirement? Do you have an income strategy set up to make sure you're not going to run out of money? Are you being efficient in your taxes? Do you have an estate plan to make sure that once you are gone, that these uh, funds get to the people that you love and not to the government, right? Do you have a health care plan in place? These are the things that we're looking at, right? And the percentages and how we split these up are based on those goals. So it's not so much that you may be in too many accounts or too little accounts or too many funds or too little funds. It's really, I don't think that you've sat down and, and figured out the financial plan behind it. So you want to make sure that you're working with someone, fiduciary or not, hopefully they are, um, because you said you think they are, um, and, and you want to make sure that... Uh, for sure. But, but I want to make sure that you are looking at a goal-based plan. And so we do work with many people that are outside of just here in Tennessee. We work with folks all across the country. Mm -hmm. We have, we have clients. So if you want to call back in and set an appointment with us, either via zoom or over the phone, or, you know, if, even if we need to come see you, whatever that looks like, we'll, we'll be glad to help you set up a goal-based plan so that you are not confused. You're not uh, tore up about every return every day, but that you understand how your plan's functioning so that you have a secure retirement. Sean, thank you so much for that question. And you can call 800-971-4549 if you are in a similar situation to Sean. Uh, We're going to go to James next in Cleveland. James's question is, after once using the 1031 exchange, we purchased a rental home. After renting it for years, we thought of moving in it. How many years does it take to revert back to personal property to avoid the capital gains? Mm -hmm. So that's a really easy answer. The answer is two years. So you have to live in your property as a primary residence for two years in order to no longer pay the capital gains tax of an investment property. So you would have to live there for two years. Pretty simple. Well, that that's uh, that is a simple answer. And mm-hmm. we're going to fit one more question in. Yeah, let's uh, get one more in. Steve and Dalton asked. Starting in 2018, my spouse has acquired four separate 401k plans from employers in three states. Is it possible to combine all these 401k plans into one? Man, it sounds like you guys have transitioned quite a bit, Steve. Um, Different employers, different states. (laughs) Certainly you can. You can combine those. So you can take old 401ks where you are no longer working for those companies um, or uh, you can take those dollars and roll them over into uh, like an IRA, rollover IRA. So you can certainly do that. It is an option to take those dollars and roll it into your current 401k as well. But we typically recommend you roll them over into an IRA because you have many more options for investing. Remember, when you when you have funds within a 401k, you are limited to the options that your employer 
offers. So maybe five, maybe 10, maybe 20, um, maybe two, but you do, you are limited to what they offer. When you have uh, funds in an IRA, you can invest that IRA in just about anything. So your brought your, your base for options in how you invest really broaden. So Definitely possible to combine all three of those 401k plans into one and invest uh, accordingly, you know, uh, again, which we've talked about here in this segment specifically, uh, according to your goals, we would plan and structure those accounts according to what goals that you have that you're working towards. So purpose based planning, goal based planning, that's the kind of planning that we would do and, and recommend with regards to funds like these. Well, Steve, James, Sean, and Maddie, thank you so much for your questions. And I learned something from every single caller we had today and the answers that you guys provided. And I think that's such an important takeaway in building your financial future, wherever you're starting from. Jay and Brittany Hagee and the team at Allon Planning have your back. They want to welcome you into their family, and that's truly how they look at it. They're offering this true practical financial review that's comprehensive that makes sure your plan is aligned with your goals and all apply to your own personal financial situation. 1-800-971-4549, 800-971-4549. The Allon team is standing by right now. Or you can go online to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N Planning.com. And Jay, Brittany, the show's flown by. So I do want to let you add anything that you would like to and get the final word, of course. So we've talked about a number of things today. Uh, We've talked about some mistakes that are easy to make when it comes to our finances. We've talked about some kind of somewhat of a taboo subject with long-term care and what all of that may look like, could look like, and how to be prepared for that. Um, And we've talked about, you know, some additional bad habits to really get rid of and avoid in as we prepare and, and save for retirement. If any of this has really resonated with you, if you think, you know what, I do have some bad habits to break, or man, I did not know that I could roll over an old 401k into an IRA and I'd have way more options for investing, or, you know, maybe I don't have healthcare costs covered within my plan. Is that even something I've ever thought about before? I haven't covered that with my current financial advisor. Well, you know what? That's what we're here for. We're here to offer you that complimentary consultation a no obligation review of your current scenario. We're going to take a look at the fees you're paying. We're going to ensure you have a tax tax plan in place, an income plan in place. We're going to ensure you have strategies to begin taking distributions from your retirement accounts at the proper time in the proper manner with strategy. Strategy is such a key word we use because it proper financial planning requires strategy, mm-hmm. which takes some time and some energy. But listen, you don't have to go it alone. That's why we're here. We're here to offer some creative solutions to help you look at your situation a bit differently and maybe be able to achieve the goals you have by making some minor adjustments here and there. So we want to help you do that. We want to come alongside of you to, to make that possible. 
Check out our website, allonplanning.com, A-L-L-O-N planning.com. Start the conversation there and, and you can schedule your appointment directly from our website. Add your info to our calendar and we will get you started. You can also call us at 1-800-971-4549. One last time, give us a call today, 1-800-971-4549. We'd love to sit down with you and help you put together this comprehensive strategic Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, and SEC-registered investment advisor. Allon Planning Partners is not affiliated with Foundations Investment Advisors. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity offering or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any mention of Rates and guarantees provided by insurance products and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing insurance company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. Each individual investor situation is different and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it's properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.